Hello, everyone. I'm Joel. And I'm Madam. And we are the, the Big Poppies. The purpose of this podcast is to discuss fatherhood and all the topics around fatherhood that we face as dads. Now, we're going to touch on subjects that might be considered controversial. This podcast is about open dialogue, some debate, but most importantly, honest discussion about how to raise our kids in today's world. We hope you guys walk with us on this journey. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Big Poppies podcast. This is part two. Uh, in part one, we began discussing about social media. We talked about some of the things that, that social media is good for. We focused on some of the things that that is not so good for, some of the uh, harmful statistics and some of the things that uh, our society is negatively affected by when it comes to social, social media and particularly our, our kids, our youth. And, and we talked in some detail regarding those things. So uh, we felt that it'd be prudent to have a part two to this episode where we could talk about what are we going to do with that information? So we've established these things. So what can we as parents and we specifically as dads do about these things and lead by example and, and be vigilant to what's going on out there? How What rules and guidelines can we set for our kids when it comes to, to social media and, and the use of social media? So with that, um, Maldom, I'll just open up by asking you, what, what can we as parents, particularly dads, do to help ourselves and ultimately help our kids manage uh, social media as we know it today? Well, first of all, uh, one thing that we need to do as parents is stalk them. What'd you just say? Stalk. Sorry, I was taking a sip of water. And I said, Did you just say stalk? <laughs> yes. Stalk them. So yes. you mean you mean you have to have social media, man. Create create the fake accounts and go in there and no, just uh, you you create your account, uh huh, right, and then you embarrass your, your kids when they're saying stupid My things. My man, I like that strategy. <laughs> that strategy. <laughs> Stalk your kids on social media. That's awesome. Uh, well, first of all, I think that uh, talking seriously now, um, we need to determine. What are the good things about social media? Identifying the good things, the good aspects of it, of them, right? What are the good uses of social media? And we mentioned one at the beginning, and it's like um, keeping the family in communication, you know? Uh, yeah, we talked about that in part one, where you could see family members, you mentioned the DR and right. places like that, yeah. Right, so that's one aspect, good aspect that, that you know, if we... Uh, determine that from the beginning and we let the kids know that they can use social media for certain things only. For instance, let's say that they have a study group, right? Uh, from school, for instance. I would tell my I would I would tell my daughter, yes, you're allowed in that group because sure. the group um, is discussing stuff from for uh, for school. But but I would have to check whatever this group is writing about. Because one thing can lead to the other, right? Uh, um, kids nowadays, they get distracted right away because they have all the tools to be distracted, right? So identifying or or seeing, monitoring whatever they're doing is one aspect of the things that we can do, right? Also, we have to check which groups other than study groups 
they belong to. Because you don't want your kids to be activists that going to create some sort of chaos. We can also, uh, you know. So, I'm sorry, you said you don't want them to be activists that are going to create chaos using social media. Right. Right. Yeah, be one of those quote-unquote woke people that are that are online telling people what how we can talk and what we can say and, and just spreading all that nonsense. Right. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Well, you know, and, and uh, of course, telling them that do not follow all these influencers because that's, uh, that's the hype right now, influencers. Yeah, the, the celebrities, the, the I mean, the whole thing, which one is it that you got to follow people? Uh, is it Twitter? Twitter, Instagram? Instagram, all of them. Really. Yeah, you got to follow people. So you look up some some idiot, some idiot celebrity some halfwit that just just maybe knows how to act which is let's just face it is nothing more than knowing how to play pretend very good or or some singer or some some model that all they do is apparently an instagram model right a bunch of people like that. and look god bless them they're, they're learning how to monetize i'm all for that yeah perfect. And, and, definitely and, perfect and if you can monetize um your talent then then so be it i don't necessarily agree the way people do it and and what they're monetizing but whatever that's that's another but, podcast but here's the thing you talk about talent but what talent right there's some people and, th and that's the thing there's there's some people that just don't have a talent let's just face it there's some there's some people out there some women that they they get their their, their breasts done say, and, say and, and it say it by put, name man put, put, the kardashians yeah the, well those are the the first one that come come to mind And and they've monetized it. Look, like I said, I'm not gonna knock them for it. They've made no, God bless a them. fortune for it. God bless um, them. Hopefully, they use some of that for good. And and I don't know much about them, so I won't I won't speak about them much. But yeah, that that's the case. But to me, what matters isn't them so much because it's their life. Let them do what they're gonna do. But it's our kids. We yeah. have girls, so yeah. I have two girls. You've got two girls, yeah. right? Yeah. So so if they get on this platform and they quote unquote follow this person. Meaning that everything that these people post on their social media accounts automatically comes up on whoever follows them. And, and these people get followed by the millions. So then they're able to broadcast whatever they feel like broadcasting on any given day in a way that people like Tom Brokaw, you know what I mean? Just just journalists that are that are that are some of the greatest journalists of all time could never even fathom in terms of touching that many people and spreading information, right? So it's crazy to me, crazy to me that we're not taking, we're not being more proactive and not only guarding our kids, but guarding ourselves. Yeah. Because though, I'm telling you, the millions of followers that Kim Kardashian has, I'm sure that there are a bunch of teenage girls that are doing it, but I'm, there's a bunch of grown-ass people, part of my friend. Yeah, of course. There's of a bunch course. of grown men and women that are following these people and that are consumed on a daily basis with whatever they're putting on, whatever their style is. What is my nail color today? Where am I? Where in the world am I eating breakfast today? Mm -hmm. And people are following that. It's ridiculous. Man, and, and, and we didn't touch it in, in, in part one, but this is something serious too because... You know, since they are quote unquote role, role models, right? They don't, they don't, people don't know what's behind that picture or that comment. Oh, you know what it's behind? It's some, I'm not going to say it, but go ahead. I'm BS. Sorry. BS. I was going to use some other words, but. You know, um, you know, so these are pretend people. 
and, yeah, it's fake. And that it's fake. It's fake people, right? Just like fake news. Yeah. That's one thing that we need to teach our kids that whatever is behind the picture doesn't necessarily mean that it's real. Why? Because you don't know what's behind. We don't know what's behind. I mean, we know us as grownups because, you know, we're grownups and we've probably been there. Me using social media, one day maybe I took a picture like a ha with a happy face, but maybe that day I was miserable. I just wanted to pretend that I was happy. Sure. You know, to show the world that I was happy. But, and not only that, uh, these pretend people, these fake people, you know, they may be, they, they're maybe miserable. They, they probably don't even have God in their lives. You know, and even godly people, sometimes they pretend to be happy to show it to the world because, oh, I'm Christian, so I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be happy. No, man. You know happiness. You know, you know, at least in, in, in my opinion, I feel like I can see genuine happiness. I met, Maldom and I met at, at church. We go to the same church. We live in the same neighborhood. And, um, and we participate even, in a few groups. Even in the same building. <laughs> And we, we participate in a few groups at church and you just, you can see genuine happiness. And when you turn on the TV and look at some of these people, to your point, you can see that it's just fake happiness. It's, it's happiness that, that, so to me again, and, and I think we need to get back on task here. We're supposed to be talking about what do we do with it? And I think we're just, we're just still, still ranting on it, which believe me, I could do for hours, but. Um, that's that's uh, that's something we, we should move off from. But it's a it's a fake world that people are living in, like you said. And I think it's important that we recognize that and we pull our kids and, and even ourselves out of that world because life and guys, I'm not trying to preach to anybody, but we all know that life in and of itself is difficult. And I think that some people, at least some people, utilize social media and their phone in general, but let's just keep it at social media as a way to escape some of those challenges that we face in life. So the way I see it is every moment that you're spending on social media in, a, in sort of an alternate world where everybody's life is perfect and yours is miserable because everybody seems to be on vacation and eating at fancy restaurants while you're at home eating mac and cheese and hot dogs. The reality is that that's fake. So the more time you spend there, the more, the less time you're spending on your real life and really addressing the things that ultimately are making you unhappy and, and spending time with your family and being there to support them and being able to guide them. So, so, um, back to the original question, how can we lead by example, Meldon? How can, how can we set some, some specific rules, some, some specific guidelines that we as parents can set for ourselves, assuming that you want to partake in social media and then ultimately set for our kids as they engage in social media, as we know that most of them either are or will be. Well, one thing is uh, us as grownups identifying if we have an addiction. Because social media is addicting. I call Say myself- it again. Repeat it, repeat it. Social man, media. I don't, think, I don't think enough people out there want to admit that. Social media is addicting. I was- uh, caught up at some point on social media, I would spend two hours uh, looking at pictures. So we need to understand that. Did you just say you spent two hours looking at pictures? Just looking at pictures. What kind of pictures, my friend? <laughs> I 
That's the question. <laughs> just people, you know. Just people, yeah. Just people. Uh -huh. people. <laughs> Got it. And pets and, and dogs and birds and trees. And right? flowers. <laughs> <laughs> well, well said. You know, once we identified or we cut up ourselves, we cut ourselves <coughs> looking at these pictures and knowing that we're wasting time. First, we need to limit ourselves, right? For instance, before I used to... I used to have Facebook. I have it because I don't know, and, but I haven't used it in more than, than a year or so, or maybe two years. Can you close it? Just yeah, so you can. Different. You can deactivate the account. Huh. Interesting. Just real quick, and, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but is there any particular reason you haven't done that? Is it because maybe you still want to hang on just in case, or because I'm a graphic designer, and at uh, some point I will have to use social network for business. Got it. Got it. I'm all with that. All with that, man. That, that's one that we, we by the way, we didn't talk about. That's a definite positive. Yeah, especially I'm a, YouTube. I'm, and I'm a big, big supporter and believer in small businesses. I think it's the backbone of, of this country and our economy. So anything that small business can do to to grow and to promote yeah, small businesses, I course. think social media has is, is helped tremendously. But um, sorry, I cut you off. And talking of which, now, for instance, uh, part of the immigration process to the to the United States they are allowed to check your social network. Oh, well, I do it. I do it just when, when someone applies, right? When someone someone is applying. So when someone applies um, for, for a job, the first thing I do is I Google their name. So I'll Google There their name. And, and most people have social media and you click on it and you see. And look, presentation is everything. So if you go in for an interview, you got to be well-dressed. You got to be prepared. You have to have good questions. You got to be prepared to answer some questions. You have to have your resume ready. Right. You have to present yourself in a certain right. way. So if you're going out there taking these crazy pictures and having these crazy names and, and posting these crazy everything on, on social media, guess what? Your potential employer is going to see it. Yes. Because you're making it available. So you you are you are literally, literally, if that's what you're doing on social media, taking money out of your own pockets and taking right. opportunities uh, from yourself because you're deciding to post this publicly. Right. And, and back to our our. Uh, discussion of now, letting our kids know that whatever they post can impact their future. We need to let them know that, you know, whatever you post is going to be there forever. And not only a few people are going to see it. Like before, you would say something in your school and it would stay in your school or in your, or in your town. That's it. Now, millions of people can watch what you wrote or read what you wrote. It can become viral and not sick. Now, I'm not meaning sick. Viral meaning everybody's going to see it. It's going to be a trending topic. Do you know that word? Trending. Yeah, yeah. I've trending topic. Yeah. Well, you know what? A lot of people see that as a good thing. A lot of people spend, a lot of kids have their eggs in, in the going viral basket, right? Yeah. They themselves, because they want to catch fire and be the next the next superstar that's that's born from social media. Good that you mentioned that. Letting our kids know that viral or trending topic not necessarily mean good because of what you say. If you do something dumb, that's it. You're going to be dumb, period. So we need to be careful with ourselves, right? Because, you know, they're going to watch what we do. They're going <coughs> to look up to us. So we, what are we, we have to be careful with what we post because that can also impact our kids. 100%. Limiting... The time on the phone. 
one good practice that I have, as soon as I, I get home, I drop the phone automatically. I drop the phone because that way I know I'm not going to go to social media. Yeah. And look, here I am. Look, just to, 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 to show you, to demonstrate how hypocritical we can be. So here I am. This is now part two of, of the same topic, social media. And most of the things that I've said has been has been attacking social media and how negative it is and all these other things. But what you just mentioned right now is something that I'm guilty of. Guess what? YouTube is social media. It is. Right? So I might be sitting there looking at funny videos or looking at um, different things that, that, that my cousins will send me that are on YouTube, uh, different podcasts and comedians. And I'll be sitting there with one of my daughters or both of them sitting right next to me while they're on their phones or watching TV. And before I know it, an hour can pass and I'm just sitting there watching YouTube videos. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And not spending time with them. And we didn't mention in, in part one, but social um, YouTube can be addicting, number one. And YouTube, I don't think they might have a feature where they they rate the, the videos so kids don't watch inappropriate content. But guess what? Even kids sometimes, they do things that, in my opinion, they're not appropriate for kids. I don't want my kids imitating whatever they see on, on YouTube. And that's one thing I think parents should be aware of, you know, you need to, if you're going to do videos with your, with your kids or with your family, first off, make it so not everybody sees it, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to share with your family, use something, I don't know, send it through WhatsApp, say stuff or do stuff that are going to be not necessarily inappropriate, things that can, can add value to other people if you're gonna if you're gonna post it so everybody can see it and youtube is, is big man you can sure. you can make money off youtube yeah yeah you can but again it's one of those catch-22s i mean yes yeah. yes it's, yeah. it's 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 good for some things not so for for others um one of the things that that i thought about is as i sort of meditated about this and thought about what can we do given that the climate today's climate is just whether you like it or not does include social media and um what i what i came up with what i thought about was and this is something that i think is particularly important for dads and i'm thinking about myself and i'm thinking about you um two two relatively young guys that have each of us have two two girls is really instilling confidence in our kids yeah right? oh of course so, so as as dads as men who are responsible for leading and, and being the heads of our families and for quite frankly being the model examples for our girls of what a man should look like and having that awesome responsibility how how do we instill confidence in them enough confidence where these girls grow up to be strong young women and don't feel the need to find and seek to seek and, and find approval via social media the way you see a lot of young kids doing today. And this is particularly, and, and, and specifically with girls, with young girls, it, it, it strikes a nerve with me because I'm a father of two girls. I don't have little boys, so I, I don't really think of the future in the, in, in the context of, of raising boys to young men. 
even though it's critically important. We could spend a we should do a podcast just talking about that because yeah, of course the the the, the whole the whole gender thing. And again, we, we're not oh man, it's not to be oh man, it's not to start. start I got a feeling that that's your <laughs> that's your there. topic. <laughs> yeah, it, but but I, I, when it comes to young boys, not to detract too much, I think it's important that that they're they're being um I'm told the right message in terms of that evolution from boy to man. You know what I mean? Because I think some of that is getting blurred these days. But again, that's a subject for another podcast. But when it comes to little girls, how do we instill confidence in them where they they feel strong, they feel empowered, they feel like they can really do anything that they want to do with their lives and don't feel that need, that attraction to social media the way the way some girls do because quite frankly, I don't know that there are enough dads out there that are playing that critical role and doing that that difficult work day in and day out and making sure that part of my job, if not my biggest job, in terms of coaching my kid when it comes to these things that we're talking about, specifically about social media, is instilling confidence. That That's, that's a word that I'm not hearing enough these days, is how do you help make people confident as they grow up? In fact, I think that there might be efforts to make people weak and to make people insecure, because if you can make someone weak and you can make them insecure, you can get them to do what you want. Them Whatever to you do. want. Yeah. And there's a lot of money behind this. You know what I mean? So oh, yes, that's something that I think we have to ponder about as dads specifically and as, as moms, too, and as parents. But I think as dads specifically is how can I be that role model that's going to instill confidence in my kid? So they don't have that need, that desire to go to social media the way, quite frankly, some do as they are addicted, as you mentioned, Valdo. A lot of talking, man. It, it takes a lot of talking. Um, I remember when I was younger, my my dad used to tell me all these things over and over and over and over again. I never understood, quite frankly, because... I thought, oh, come on, like, there's this old man talking to, me, talking to me and telling me what to do and what not to do. I know better. And then when I had my kids, I told my, I told my dad, dad, I finally understand why you told me all these things. So nowadays, we have to talk to our kids over and over and over and over again. Even if we are like a, like a, uh, broken record, right? Uh, saying the same thing over and over and over again. We have to keep going at it until until they remember. Because guess will. what? Because they will. Even they though they will. don't recognize it today, they will yeah. eventually. You you know they're gonna have the little voice saying, "Hey, there you are. <laughs> there you Just, are. There's your voice in the back of their head talking. Yeah, yeah. You know. So I agree with that. One hundred percent. We have to be talking. My wife tells me some sometimes that. Uh, there you go, saying the same thing over and over and over again. I say I have to repeat it until she remembers. Yeah, and she will remember. Right when it comes to it, when the time comes. Yes. When a moment comes where where yes. you have a decision to make, that that voice hopefully is is in the back of their heads, man. That's good stuff. Yeah, and also uh, teaching them now to fall for uh, social pressure. That is huge nowadays. Uh, again, with social media, and I think we we spoke about it. Uh, when we say the whole thing about uh, what's behind the picture, uh, kids nowadays, they they love to show off. Oh, I have the best phone. And my daughter, she's been crying for an iPhone. I don't remember the last name. iPhone X, Y, and C, I say. And I said, you don't need the phone. Why would you need the phone? 
So the other day I found out that um, she has a friend, right? My daughter is 11. She has a friend that she's, she has a lot of money and she has the latest and the greatest iPhone. You mean her parents have a lot of money? Yeah, her parents. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> my English, man, my English, my English. <laughs> so I said to her, listen, just because your friend has a phone doesn't mean that you need to have a phone. Just because your friend has social media doesn't mean that you that you need to have social media. When the time comes, you'll have it, you know. But here's the other thing. We need to make sure before letting our kids getting into that dirty world of social media, we need to make sure that they are mature enough to understand all the bad things that can come with social media. Well said, that they can see the threats. Right. And if, if we can do that and they can understand where we're coming from, and they can understand that what we want for them is the best, not the worst, if we can show them that social media is helpful in certain way, but it's very dangerous. And when it gets very dangerous, it gets real, real, real dangerous. So that's, exactly right. that's it. Talking and talking and talking ourselves, we ourselves as, as fathers, learning the the limits, the boundaries of, of social media, trying to uh, not to rely too much on the phone when you get home. When you get home, spend time with your family. Read a book. Get the Bible. If you want to watch TV, watch something that they can learn. You know, read with them. Whatever it is, play Just with spend them. Spend time with them. Spend, spend, spend time, time with them. them. Be there for them. Ask them questions. Ask them how their day was. And in in you, if your kid had a, has a phone and he has social network, try to limit the time they spend on the phone on social network. I think that's a good uh, exercise where you can limit them themselves, you know, limit them to the use of technology. Period. Good practice. Absolutely. So. Um, just to sort of wrap it up here, I, I think we talked about we talked about a few things that was that was very productive in terms of how we can lead by example, some rules that we can set, set how vigilant uh, we can we need to be, or as you said, how how we can stalk our kids, which I think isn't entirely <laughs> bad, um, instilling confidence in our kids, and really being able to to coach them up. So. Um, quite frankly, guys, I think that this is a topic that we can we can we can discuss for another couple. Oh, of hours. yeah, man. We can dive into this one much longer. But in the interest of time and in respect of everyone else's time, I think this is a good good place to, to break. Um, thank you guys again for listening. Um, our next podcast episode is going to be one that's going to be very exciting for us. One that that I'm going to take a lot of pleasure in. I'm looking uh, forward to it. Absolutely. Um, on our next podcast, we're going to invite, I guess we'd, we'd call them the big mommies, right? Yes, sir. And, and just for the record, we're, we mean big, like not in the literal sense. It's it's just exactly the way the way we're saying it. We're the big poppies. We're not calling them big. We're just, <laughs> just the big mommies. I don't want to get any trouble there. But um, yeah, our, our wives are going to be here. Our lovely wives will join us on the podcast and we'll talk about a few things in terms of uh, parenting our kids and some of the challenges that we face as parents. So uh, we look forward to you guys joining. And until next time, we'll see you guys. I'm Joel. And I'm Maldon. And we are The Big Copy. Till next guys. episode.